Hello and welcome to episode 204 of the Enough Podcast. My name is Mike Hurley and I am joined by a startled Patrick Roan. <laughs> I don't know about startled. Nothing can startle me today. Um, it's been one of those days where uh, I needed a drink by 11 a.m. It's just been, it's been one of those. Uh, how are you, Mr. Hurley? I'm good, Miss Roan. <laughs> <laughs> how are you uh, how, what did you choose for your alcohol at 11 o'clock this morning oh i haven't chosen anything yet i think i need a shower before i need the drink actually it's been like i said it's, it's been it's been a day so uh and we're coming off of a long weekend here um uh here in the states it was memorial day weekend it was a long weekend here too. It was a bank holiday weekend. Was it? It was indeed. So, so what holiday were you celebrating now? Not, um, not 100% sure. Um, doesn't really make it. It's not really that important in the, the UK. The, two, the 2180th uh, Roman Independence Day? Sure, <laughs> man. We'll take a day off for anything here. You, you, you give us a day, we'll take it. Royal yeah. wedding? Of course we need a day off. Yeah, of course. Well, come, with something like that, there's no way you're going to be able to get through the traffic to work, and half the metro stops are going to be closed due to security concerns. And you know what I mean? Do you know like, what the bank holiday was called? Huh? Spring bank holiday. <laughs> Just checked That's it out. Awesome. That is awesome. It's on the official government website for bank holidays. <laughs> so we have, I'll give you what we have. We have New Year's Day, Good Friday, Easter Monday. Early May Bank Holiday, otherwise known as May Day, Spring Bank Holiday, Summer Bank Holiday, Christmas Day, Boxing Day. They may have like um, names to them. Like, so for example, last year we had um, Queen's Diamond Jubilee as one. Mm. And we had yeah, the sense. royal wedding. I mean, but it's the same as it's the same as the wedding, right? I mean, there's good reasons why you would want to have the, you know, have have things off. Yeah. I mean, for fun, right? Is that not enough? <laughs> well, not just that, but also, like I said, it's you know, with, uh, London's kind of hard to get around when you have these sorts of events where you know there are things like uh, you know parades through major sections of the city. <laughs> sure, I mean that's a stretch, though, to say okay. that that's the reason the whole country gets a day off. <laughs> yeah, this is true. I'm trying to make some sense out of this. It's it's nonsensical. I mean, for, for God's sakes! It's not. I mean, you, you guys don't even do don't even have a political structure that makes sense. So, I mean, I, we've got to make some sense somewhere. So today's episode is going to be completely off the wall. Starting with this, I need to step away from the mic for like a minute. So okay. just talk to the listeners. Tell them how much you love them. I really do. Um, I appreciate you guys showing up every week to listen to Mike and I uh, talk about all sorts of random things, but most of the time it's good, actionable stuff, I would like to think. I would like to think that, you know, a good chunk of the time I'm giving people stuff to think about, things to kind of, I don't know, walk away with, uh, mm -hmm. take action on, make some changes, that sort of thing, and... Well, I really appreciate you showing up. So there oh, you go. How was that, Mike? That was nice. I caught the tail end of it, so you may have been horribly abusive towards me at the start. No, I, uh, yeah. No, no, never. Just, just a never, little, never. right? Just a little so, uh, you know, I, I think we need to, uh, 
you know, since we're, we're kind of, you know, coming to this almost like blind because you have a you have a very tight schedule today. So it was one of these things where we couldn't like before the episode uh, kind of discuss what we were going to, you know, discuss on the episode. <clears throat> Maybe uh, we can knock some things off of this uh, off of this uh, topics list that we've long had. Yeah, sure. I mean, because we have this list of, of topics uh, that we kind of, most of the time, sometimes if there's something that I don't come to the table already ready to discuss, Mike and I will kind of go through this list and maybe pick a couple of things or, you know, one of the things to talk about. So I'm thinking maybe, maybe we could, I could, we could just go rapid fire through a few of them because this list is longer than, you know, than it need be. I agree. Let's, let's go for it. Let's do it. All right. Okay. All right. Let's see. <clears throat> oh boy. Here's one. By word versus IA writer versus plain text. iOS and Mac. You know what's really boring to me lately? I think I kind of hinted at this last week with my discussion about not wanting to talk about the the things I use because it's not it's the actions that matter more than the apps and whatnot. I mean. These minimalist writing environments are a perfect example of that. Use whatever works. Whatever you like. And you don't have to give reasons for it. You don't have to say, you know, oh, well, you know, this has this feature and this has this other feature. And that's why, you know, who cares? Maybe you just like the, the font in IA Writer. Go for it. Maybe you just like uh, the, you know, the option to have a dark on light background or light on dark background with uh, uh, with byword and you know or maybe you like plain text like me I, I use <clears throat> I mean I use byword on on the Mac and use plain text on my iOS devices because I like the way that plain text works on the iOS devices and I like just using ByWord for that stuff on the Mac. I like the way that it operates there. No real good reason. Um, plain text, mainly because I like to support the developer because he's kind of a friend of a friend of mine. And I've long supported his work. It really is that simple. Um, Seems like a perfect you know, reason. So, yeah, so. really boring discussion. We can uh, strike that one from the list. I just talked about it. See? Destroyed. Eradicated. What? Eradicated. Eradicated. Hmm. Eliminated. Um, actually, just accomplished uh, is is probably better. Ooh, let's see. Um, oh, saving your children's artwork digitally and reserving their digital identities. Hmm. Um, actually, this is something that I have. Um, the last go round with this, I actually used um, uh, the Levenger Circa system, um, also known as Rollabind, also known uh, as, I forget, uh, Staples uh, office stores here in the U.S. have their own brand. I think it's the ARC system. I don't know. This is a Brad Dowdy sort of discussion. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, basically, uh, these rings you can, you know, punch and clip paper into any size. Um, I really like them, the large size rings. Um, uh, for <clears throat> and the Levenger punch for punching um, my daughter's artwork and uh, saving it that way. 
uh, I found that to be uh, even more efficient. But I suppose if you want to uh, go ahead and get yourself like a snap scan or something like that, scan snap. I, I always do that. I always reverse it for some reason. Uh, I'll go for it. Um, you know, I would say that probably something. Um, uh, I, I don't, personally, if I'm gonna if I'm gonna be doing that with my children's out artwork and it's important enough for me to save i'm certainly not going to do it to a service that i don't a pay for or or even more importantly b control and could just go away at any time scan that stuff to a jpeg or a pdf and do yourself a favor all right did i say jpeg right there's been some discussion about how you say uh extensions lately on the internet it's about as boring as the uh, minimalist writing environments one. I'm pretty sure that um, you uh, pronounce it Jepeg. Wow, am I? Am I? Have I offended enough people yet? Um, I'm not sure. Maybe. What do you think? Probably. Hmm. Let's see here. Let me let me move on. Um. Uh, Oh, let's see. Uh, yep, tools don't matter. Systems, habits, and practice do. Guess what? I addressed that one last week. Listen to last week's episode. That was great. Um, stuff I love. Simple Note. Yes, I do love Simple Note. Still using Simple Note on the iPhone. Um, uh, doing the whole uh, synchronizing with uh, Simple Note and notational velocity, uh, having the text file storage in Dropbox. Um, and that uh, works great, and I uh, am basically all bought into it. All right, uh, let's see. What I'm else have we got? To... Maybe I should pick something from here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you why don't you pick one of the things off this list, and we can talk. Um. Hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm just reading, reading. Um, this is terrible. This is the worst. Uh, web apps that you have been enjoying. Oh, Interesting. Gosh. I don't really like web apps, you know. Yeah, I, I actually, I actually kind of do. Um, surprisingly enough, but I mean, part of it is because I'm on this, you know, 11 inch MacBook Air with a 64 gig hard drive, and so um, I actually try to use web apps where it makes sense, if that makes sense. And we've talked about this before. Like, yeah, you know, this is you know, one of the reasons why I kind of use the web interface for app.net uh, when I'm on my Mac because, well, I could download an app for that, but and find whatever's working, whatever the cool kids like. But I don't know that the, the web version's good enough, so why not use it? Um, lately, I've just been loving Draft. Oh my God, draftin.com. Um, Draft is really what it's best at is working collaboratively with somebody else. Uh, so, uh, for instance, with uh, with an editor um, uh, for uh, my uh, my Apple Consulting book, uh, Jason Remus of Sweating Commas uh, has been doing the editing work on that, um, and I'm writing these things kind of one section at a time. And Draft makes it super easy for me to. Um, you know, take the text I've written. Uh, I generally write, you know, offline, as it were. Um, take the text I've written, um, even in Markdown format, uh, put it into Draft, uh, share it with him, 
say, hey, there's something new up for you to take a look at. And he goes in, makes his edits, and I, I can see those edits, and I can uh, accept or reject his, his changes into into uh, the next draft. Um, and uh, it just makes it super easy to work with. He can, you know, he can kind of write side comments and notes on the piece. Um, really, really nice. Highly recommend it. Um, it's fairly full featured uh, at the kind of regular free rate. Uh, there is a premium um, subscription sort of thing, uh, annual thing. It's, it's like forty bucks. Um, so worth it. And the developer is a super good, super um, nice guy who really cares about the product um, and is building building something of value that he loves. Is that and draft, that is that draftin dot com. Yeah, draftin.com, D-R-A-F-T-I-N.com. Highly, highly recommend that. Um, uh, Obviously, uh, Gumroad, uh, I'm using to sell uh, the Minimal Mac. uh, I'm sorry, Minimal Mac, that that book too, with the Apple Apple Consulting Guide. And um, it really is, if you've got something digital to sell, you want to throw it up there, Gumroad is the quickest, easiest uh, way to go about doing that. Well, and not involving PayPal or Stripe or anything else. It's got its own built-in system, and it can deposit that money straight into a banking account. So you you don't you, you, yeah it's a one stop shop and it's great and and I'm surprised I don't see more people more people I know using it but they really should um, you know um, of course you know I still am uh, using uh, typewriter dot com uh, what was the uh, last URL sorry I'm sorry the, the, before typewriter what was the last URL oh Gumroad G R U I'm sorry G U M R O A D dot com. Okay, just dot com. Cool. Yeah, Gum Road and Typewriter. I'm still uh, still using and loving my friend Garrick's project. T Y P E R I G H T E R. Once again, uh, looking for a quote unquote distraction free minimalist. God, I hate these bus terms. Um, <laughs> a, a, a nice uh, online uh, writing environment with some uh, interesting. Um, interesting hidden features um uh, then the it's the one for you um do, 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 yeah that's about uh, kind of it uh, off the top of my head for the web apps right now that's cool though i mean i mean i was kind of talking about it today because dark sky just got released for the iphone and ah. it's one of the apps that's kind of making me want to come back to ios a little bit because i've been waiting for this app I think it looks really cool. I mean, and especially living in the UK, it helps to know when it's going to rain. Um, I've heard. Yeah. And have they, you tried pe- uh, forecast.io? This is exactly what many people have said to me on the internet today. I'm just not a fan of web apps. I th- People can, you know, and I'm sure that many people disagree. I just don't find them as responsive. Um, well, and sometimes I would agree with you, but not when it comes to forecast.io. I find, um, not only do I find it... Um, as fast fast as most web or as most uh, weather apps I've actually tried, you know, like native on the iPhone, uh, and that hasn't been a whole lot, but you know, uh, some. But also, um, the uh, um, the developers did this great, and, and and I'm throwing this out there 
mainly for the purpose of other developers. And gosh, I wish I could find the link. Um, I'm sure Mike will help me and and put it in the show notes. But um, they did this great blog post about how they made it so fast. I mean, in, in fairly good detail, mainly for the purpose of of helping other developers like them improve the quality of their web apps and to try to make the argument that that you know native has its benefits but also has its restrictions as well one of the restrictions is my understanding of the of of them doing this natively and one of the things that led them to do forecast io was the fact that the weather data that was available to them was only licensed for U.S. use at the time or something like that? Yeah, that's changed as of today. Okay, yeah. Well, there you go. Part of, um, the, part of the issue that I was having, though, was that it was just not performing so well on Android. And, you know, maybe it would be better... Um, on iOS, I'm sure it is. You know, because I'm just going to guess that they're at, like they're um, tuning it. There, what's the word I'm looking for here? Optimizing, optimizing it for iOS. So it didn't work so well on Chrome in Android. Yeah, yeah it just didn't. It just didn't feel very. It just didn't feel like a native app for me. And I've heard people say that it definitely felt like a native app for them. So, wow, huh. Yeah, well, and it definitely, I mean, that's my go-to weather app, for lack of a better term. I mean, if I need to check the weather, that's what I do it with. Um, and, you know, I mean, I'm not like Ben Brooks' level of, you know, weather app nerdiness. You know, I, I, just, I just need to know what it's like outside right now, you know, and what I can plan for in the next day or two sometimes, but not always. Most of the time, it's right now. You know, because sticking my head out the window is just way too hard. <sighs> Minimalism. <laughs> um, so, uh, <laughs> gosh, I'm I'm sounding very hot dog ladies today. Um, uh, all right, so we've talked about uh, talked about weather apps, um, and and uh, web apps. Let's see what else is on this list. Of course, now I've lost the list. Um, give me a second here. There we go. Oh yeah, web apps I've been enjoying. There we go. Oh, and I didn't fail. I failed to mention the ones we actually had on our list from the uh, from the time that I, um, uh, you know, put it up there. Um, why is that an invalid link? I wonder. Let's see. What are you looking for? Oh, uh, evening edition, um, oh. which uh, I suppose is a is also qualifies as a web app. Um, also, still very very good. Um, it is um, a um, basically a summary of the uh, top news of the day, uh, edited by uh, different uh, professional editors uh, uh, every day. Um, so it's nice because every day you get like a slightly different slant to you know they're choosing kind of what they felt was the important stuff to to cover and summarize for the day. Um, basically. You know, if you want to catch up with what's going on out there in the world, uh, Evening Edition is a pretty, pretty good way to to do so. Um, the other uh, one that was on my 
on that list is Exobrain, which is a pretty amazing online um, mind mapping um, application. Um, uh, really impressed by it. Once again, feels like um, has the kind of speed and fluidity of a uh, of a native app. Tell me what you use mind maps for. I, I, it's never really something that I've gotten too much into, but I think that I kind of naturally write in that sort of way when I'm planning something out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and, and that's exactly it. I think that there's two types of people in this world there, and, and sometimes they intersect, but I would say that it's, uh, it's rare that they do so. And there's mind mappers and there's outliners. I happen to be an outliner more than I am a, a mind mapper. And the, uh, the, and the outliners, you know, they kind of think in outlines, and the, and the mind mappers think in mind maps. Uh, I would say about the only difference is uh, kind of... Um, um, so there's kind of a structure versus freeform thing, but what's interesting about mind maps is that you generally can um, export them out into a outline and vice versa. You can take your outline and a lot of times feed it into a mind mapping program and it will, it'll explode it out into a mind map. But basically it's a, it's kind of a, a, a brainstorming tool and a way to see kind of connections to, uh, between things and between other things. A mind map provides a bit, quite a bit more flexibility uh, over outliners as far as that's concerned. Um, uh, because the idea is that you kind of um, take uh, concepts and uh, kind of write them, you know, write them down in a very freeform way, um, and then start to uh, start to see and form connections between those ideas, and maybe explode out those uh, those kind of uh, larger ideas into kind of smaller chunks and make connections between those. Um, and uh, you know, I would say that it's a it's a real good way of kind of um, taking uh, uh, you know, taking a bunch of of ideas and finding finding the connections between them, all generally hubbed around a single single large topic. Does that make sense? Yeah. What sort of things do you? Oh, I've used it before for um, um, vertical mapping. Um, uh, um, so one of the kind of GTD getting things done, trademark David Co. um, things that, um, that a lot of people overlook, you know, they look at kind of the nuts and bolts of GTD and actually, you know, that kind of runway level, uh, and 10,000 foot project level of, of things, but they 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 fail to understand that that that's really just a small part of of GTD, and that the kind of greater idea behind GTD is that these things expand up, so you, so that you can connect these things to to the real stakeholders in your life, um, you know, those relationships you have either, either with your, your boss at work or, you know, with, with your, um, you know, career development or even with your family and, and your children, right? That, that tasks don't just live on an island, that the, all of those, that any task, any actionable item you have on your list should be able to directly map to what your life goals are, right? And if they don't, you should really question whether or not that item belongs on your list. And unless you've done that vertical map, you can't 
you can't make that kind of connection. You don't have the context with which to do so. You haven't you haven't drawn that out or mapped that out. And so I've I uh, find that mind mapping is an excellent tool to kind of you know kind of sit down and 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 decide. Okay, you know me. What what are the various you know the the various kind of uh, spokes that hob off of you know off of me and there's um you know there's my wife right there's my daughter there's my sons each one of them separate children of that hub you know but that's all of that is a hub of family right and family also you know it might include my parents who i uh, you know I, I kind of in a way small and large am, am helping to take care of and and things like that right so that you kind of uh, can expand out so when i look at this task on my list that you know that uh that is um you know call dad right mm-hmm. <laughs> um I know that that directly maps to this larger level goal of importance in my life, which is, you know, my my attention and care of my family. Sure. If right, um, and so I've found in you know in the past because what's nice about this generally once you map this stuff out it doesn't change too much but certainly if you change jobs if you change careers if you know family members may die others may be born you know there there will be things that will change about this map that you'll have to revisit but kind of the 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 starter pack of it will you know mostly stay fixed um and um you know and and you you don't have to revisit it that often but but gosh is a mind map helpful for that to kind of sit down and put you know a, a big picture of you in the center and then start writing down all the things that you are uh, tracking at that level if that makes sense yeah so um, so that's the sorts the sort of thing that I use it for, and I've used it for you know other things, you know, to kind of uh, get a handle on finances, for instance, to get a handle on um, on uh, you know kind of those those larger peripheral items that I need to kind of make connections to and get a handle on. Cool. I hope that makes sense. So, so we probably have a, a sponsor to take, and this would probably be uh, to thank, and this would be a good time to do so, I would imagine. That's exactly what I was about to do. Wow, so, see? It's like go. you read my mind. I want to take a quick <laughs> moment to thank our friends over at squarespace.com who give you absolutely everything you need to make an amazing website. Squarespace is a fantastic platform. It's a fully hosted, completely managed environment that allows you to create and maintain a beautiful website, blog, portfolio, or online store if you want to do so. It doesn't matter how experienced you are building websites, they give you all of the tools that you need to build something amazing in minutes. You don't have to worry about hosting, scaling, or integrating with social services like Twitter and Facebook. You get beautiful themes, really clean, feature responsive web design, and make your site look fantastic. They have a great drag-and-drop page building system called Layout Engine that allows you to create custom pages in just seconds. You have great statistics, real-time analytics that are built right into Squarespace. There are even iOS and Android apps that you manage and post on the go. They have a blog importer. You can easily set up sharing and syncing with social media accounts. They have 24-7 customer support. 
live online workshops as well that can help walk you through step-by-step what you need. If you sign up for one of their annual or two-year plans, you will get a free custom domain name. It's all built right into the platform. Everything is integrated from designs to domains to hosting to support. Squarespace is the all-in-one platform that allows you to create something amazing online. But don't just take my word for it. Go and try it out yourself. There's a no credit card required trial demo period offer time just go to squarespace.com forward slash 70 decibels that's where you'll be able to find out more and sign up for your free trial squarespace plans start at ten dollars a month for their standard plan twenty dollars a month for the unlimited plan sign up up front for a year you'll get twenty percent off sign up up front for two and you'll get twenty five percent off and on top of all of that use the code 70 decibels 5 for an additional ten percent off your first purchase go check out squarespace everything you need to make an amazing website should yeah. we hit them with something and then and then wrap up today? This is today has been insane, guys. I'm sorry for the whirlwind episode that you've had. Although I'm sure it's <laughs> all worth it to hear Patrick saying how much he loves you. <laughs> yeah, and I I understand it's been kind of a whirlwind for me too. So um, yeah, uh, we'll be we'll be back to our regular form I think next week. Um, mm, uh, I don't know if I want to tackle this one uh, in so short an order, especially since I know I'll be getting a ton of email about it once I broach it, but I'm going to go for it anyway. Um, I, I always uh, like to remind myself uh, that things like the iPhone and the computer and even to some extent the internet um, really uh, may or may not be uh, truly disruptive, right? That, that it really is kind of too early to, to tell these things. And while certainly the iPhone was um, disruptive to a certain market and to uh, technology to a certain extent and to another extent um, um, society uh, in general, um, when compared with other, say, disruptive technologies like, I don't know, the printing press, which still, you know, uh, hundreds of years later, um, not only are we still using, but it still operates not all that necessarily differently than the way it originally did when it was invented, uh, still going strong. Or, I don't know, writing, the ability to write, that was disruptive. Like, none of this would exist if not for that. The wheel, the wheel was really, really disruptive. Fire was disruptive, right? <laughs> the ability for humans to make fire was really disruptive, right? You know, and that these are things that that um, not only changed the course of all of humanity for, you know, in the case of some tens of thousands of years, But, uh, but that had um, that have you know that they have real lasting power, right? That that there's no sign of, like, you know, fire was so disruptive. The the humans' ability to make fire was so disruptive that it, it it's 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 something that will be appreciated for the rest of humanity, 
right? The iPhone will be forgotten in a hundred years. Um, wow. I don't agree with you at all. Okay, 200. A thousand? But you don't... Mm. <laughs> Maybe like It the... doesn't matter, because it ain't fire, and it ain't the wheel, and it ain't the printing press. So there you go. But I don't... <laughs> I don't agree. I just don't feel like you can make that... Um. I just don't feel like you can make that claim to say that it's not... Like, I feel that technology, computers, smartphones have revolutionized the way we work, which in our society is an extremely important thing, the way we work, the way we earn money, the way we feed our families and, and live the lives that we want to lead. And computers have allowed us to do this. I and you have built careers on these things along with me a massive portion of um, the current working industry, you know, people building or trying to build things um, with computers. My entire industry runs on computers, the finance industry that, that I'm a part of. Our entire lives are run by the looking at things like flight and all sorts of travel our entire world has been changed by the automation and the intelligence that computing can bring us, and I think that that has totally disrupted mod modern life. Sure. So did coal. Yeah, so... Would so you, did salt. I don't know if salt necessarily... Salt completely did. Well, it disrupted every single method of working because computing has. <laughs> computing has permeated and changed every single industry. I would say there is not an industry in the modern world today that has not been touched and revolutionized by computing. And and I would... Uh, well, certainly I can agree with that to a point... Number one, it's too early. I guess the point, the the, over, the greater point I'm making is it's too early to, to make that claim, right? That, you know, for instance, there are, you know, there is a large portion of the world that has never, never used or seen a computer and whose lives have not been changed by it. I, I, we've, we, wait, we forget... We forget that in our modern Western society that we are the minority. Um, secondly, I would argue, can you say that about fire? Can you say that about the wheel? No, you cannot. Because those tribes, those, you know, the, those villages, those peoples that have never touched a computer can make fire and you know and 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 know that the the wheel is you know the most efficient uh you know one of the most efficient uh devices you know around um multi-purpose and it, it literally you know both those two technologies changed their the course of of their lives ten thousand years for ago and they're are continuing to do so right I mean, I guess you know. It's really easy when we are when we are in the midst of this to look at this and think that it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But it hasn't been around long enough for us to be able to 
to make those same comparisons. And I would argue that there would be, you know, and that all of this stuff is connected, right? Coal would be useless without the without fire. You know, it was fire leading to coal, which led to the industrial revolution, which led to, auto, you know, an automation coming in uh, as far as assembly lines and factory work and things like that. And it changed our our entire world economy from one that was largely agricultural to one that is to one that is you know that is uh, in large parts uh, industrial, um, and all of these things kind of led up to the iPhone, right? But can all be traced back to the fire, <laughs> if that makes sense, <laughs> right? You know that that none of this stuff kind of lives in in a vacuum, all on its own, nor can be um, evaluated in just four or five years' time for its historical importance. Sure, is I guess you know what I'm getting at. I feel like you're just saved by the bell there. Yeah, yeah. Well, I know I'm going to get a lot of email about this and that, so be it. There's going to be a lot of people arguing with me, and they're wrong, and you're wrong, and it's okay. Interesting. You're you're allowed to be so. I'm going to park that. (laughs) So you you mute yourself for a second to stop stop the ringing. All right. So I'm going to park that because I feel like this is potentially quite a larger discussion, and I want to put this out to the listeners. So email us. Email Pat, you can patrick at patrickroan.com. That's P-A-T. It'd be easier if they use the contact form because this is going to be a lot of email. Oh, so that's, this is one method. The contact form is at 70decibels.com forward slash contact. They can fill that in too. Twitter, app.net, I'm imike, I-M-Y-K-E. Get Patrick on app.net at patrickroan, P-A-T-R-I-C-K-R-H-O-N-E. I want you to to say not necessarily Pat's wrong, Pat's right, but what do you think? I want some thoughts on this, and then we will put some together. And if there is enough, we will come back to this again next week. And I'm sure Pat, you will do some more yeah. thinking on this as well. Yeah, and just to really lay it out there, what I want people to understand is all of these things have context, a much larger context, and it's very easy for us, and we often do, look at this in our own very insulated, micro level of importance. I'm here to tell you that none of this stuff is likely that important. Not as important as many of the other things that have outlasted it and and will continue to outlast it. Okay. So, ah, there you go. I've just opened up a can of worms at the end of this episode. Ah, it's been a pleasure as always, Michael. <laughs> we will be back next week. Thank you very much for listening to this week's episode of Enough, this whirlwind episode of Enough. <laughs> we'll be I back. Agree. Thanks for listening. All right. We'll chat later. Cheers. Cheers.